0: Tuning into the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV. Over twenty million weekly downloads in over one hundred and fifty countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. The biggest boss that you see mm. Yeah, Rick Ross, Ricky Rose, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rosa Rick in the building. That's all the lyrics you know. Rosa, Rosa, Rick in the building. Oh, according, okay. no, according to voice voice Jason Pitts, he called him Rosie Rick. Rick, yeah. Ricky Rose, Ricky, Ricky
2: Rose.
1: Rose. Yeah. Maybach music, yes. Why did you say that like nobody knows? It. Maybach music, Maybach <laughs> music, Maybach music. There you go. There you go. Shout out to the Yes, welcome to another episode of the Game After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Megan Thomas. And who are you
2: guys?
3: Hey guys, I'm Courtney Tezano.
2: What's up? I'm Kevin John. Huh. huh? That didn't sound right. It didn't. You tried though.
1: You try. Try. Thank you. Baby. You
2: did. Good job. E for effort.
1: Uh yeah, so we're gonna talk about episode three of season eight, the Pitsy Shuffle. Why Pits really dipped. I
2: missed the Pitsy Shuffle. Do you, do y'all remember the Pitsy Shuffle mm-hmm. the little dancey head? I forgot. Would you mind demonstrating it real go quick ahead, for the fans? Know, I don't really know. remember uh, how it went, but uh-huh. you know
1: it you, you, you It just you know what? Don't stop.
2: <laughs> viewers, stop. if you want Megan to do that by the end of the season, please make uh, sure yeah, that you us, tweet, tweet us. Tweet us in the
1: comments. The Pitsy Shuffle. But yes, um, before we get started, though, I do want to say this. I need to apologize to everybody out there because last week I did say that this was the last season and I was mistaken because season 9, the next season is the last season and I was mistaken because they, uh, the producers did the production and the filming for both seasons concurrently. So, in my head for some reason it ran together and I thought it was one season but it's not we all apologize yes we apologize and thank y'all for so so much for putting in the comments that I was wrong because I read everything yeah Yeah. they're always
3: on top of it thank you shout
1: out to all our followers (laughs) and viewers so yes this episode episode 3 we see the aftermath of what happened after the wedding and it starts off with Perez Hilton Which I think is actually a smart move that they had Perez on the show. Because if you think about it, Perez is a big blogger. Mm -hmm. And so what is he going to do in his real life? He's going to blog and tweet out, everyone watch this episode of The Game. I'm all over it. Like, you need to watch it. Right, it's smart because Great that's like publicity. another what one million followers that he has that's going to watch the game tonight. That probably some of them don't even watch the game, but will just because Perez is on it. Right, it's smart.
2: Of course, of course. I, I thought they just had him on there to be eye candy, but apparently oh. it was. I
1: don't really know how many people felt the same way you felt. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't, I'm, I'm sure know. someone did, but <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it
3: at eye candy because we know how Perez can get. So eye candy, is what whatever.
1: <laughs> I'm of you, Perez, but I should be scared of you because Perez was really scary this episode. Yes. he yeah. was really mean? He was
3: throwing way too much shade. I was a little, like... I mean, he
1: throws shade, let's be real, but he threw,
2: like... No, way I too mean, much. Was it was it just me, or I, I kind of found him a little offensive at times when he was, like... Doing stereotypical sassy black girl type things, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, this is—he's this just is taking a little too far there." But
3: to but to be honest, that is the drag gay. That's the gay way. Half the time, you would think that they are. And He a, is. He's princess. a queen, honey. He's a queen. He and is a queen. He
1: he always rips people like that. But I did think that while. Perez in real life is he does talk about people and he is offensive. He was really charactery. Like he was like trying hard, like really hard to play himself. Which so why, I don't understand why it was so hard to play yourself, Perez. But you know what? But he's
3: like, coming from a blog side, so I don't think that he was able to transfer that onto TV. So but
2: that's I mean, he say, still like, has he, a lot of experience on camera, but right. uh, you know, I, what I think it is, what it looked like was like the director on set, whoever was directing it, was just like, all right, Perez, just make sure you hit these three points and just go with it. Have fun, do whatever. Ever. <laughs> it, seriously, it didn't look like he had a lot of direction. It was just like, really? go and just be, you know, be a caricature of yourself. Right, but and I think that's still what it was. felt is. like
3: lines, though. Oh, yeah, he For absolutely sure. had yeah. lines. Yeah. And I yeah. think
1: that's probably what threw him off because it's like, okay, Perez, be yourself. But read these lines. And then it came off like, you're just going to read these lines. Right, because okay.
3: he's amazing at improv. So that yeah. just didn't work. The yes,
1: it didn't. But, uh, of course... Uh, shout out to the producers For putting Perez on the show Good look But we see that he's on the show He's talking about how Jason Pitts and Chardonnay Didn't make it down the aisle and, and he replayed the slap He replayed them being at the altar And of course it's big news All over the blog sites All over the all the shows That the Pitts are not No longer the Pitts And um, Chardonnay sees all these things And she has Tasha The wrong person next to her to mm-hmm. talk about these things but Tasha is gonna put on her manager hat again and manage Chardonnay what do you guys think about that
3: um one can we talk about her manager hat dance That was just, <laughs> I loved was, it she was so over the top I'm like alright Tasha's she's back she's happy girl she's yeah. back to be at work <laughs> she, was ex- she was excited about being back I think it's good that Tasha is going back to being a manager cause we need to see that side of her now that she's becoming a mom like she's kind of, we kind of losing Tasha so it's good to see her come back um I also think that Chardonnay really needs a lot of cleaning up so who better to do, to do it than Tasha
2: I, I think Tasha really needs to focus on her most important title and role and that's being a mom there you go. I mean I respect the fact she you know she's trying to get back on the grind and like you said she's uh you know, we, we saw her a little reminiscent of her old Tasha ways um, when she was doing her dance and going back into the manager uh, persona. But uh, you know, I I I don't know. I mean, it's great for TV, but I still feel, and as we see at the end, she was having some. Trouble Mother, some mommy. trouble being, um, which right. we'll talk about later. Right. But I just think that I, I think it's just a little too soon for her to jump back into manager. I know she's hungry and right. she's ready to get back out there, but I just, she I needs mean, to but ease who else?
3: Who else is going to do that though? Who? I mean, she's Chardonnay one of her best friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's done this before. Right, who right. else would she go to? So I think it makes sense. Right. Storyline, and
1: I think I mean Tasha's If we think about all the other seasons, Tasha's a beast of a manager. She's really good at what she does. So, I mean, when you think about it, she probably is the best person to do this for Chardonnay, but I don't know. Pushing her out in the front, forefront of, of the blogs and the news at this time, I don't think was a good idea. So we see that. Tasha had Chardonnay go on Perez Hilton's show, which was the worst <laughs> idea ever. Do you think
3: it okay, I don't think it was a bad idea, I just, I just think she should have been more prepared, because she really was up there looking like a deer in the, in headlights. Right,
1: that's why I said it was the worst idea ever, because she wasn't ready for that.
3: Okay, if she was prepped, then we, would. Yeah. okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, I
2: mean, I think, especially, you know, she's trying to clear her name and set the, the record straight. I understand the sense of urgency to do that, but at the same point in time, if you want to tell your side of the story... You, there, you have to strategically come back into it, which comes with preparation and which comes with having some form of plan to just showing up on set and saying, I'm going to tell you what happened. This is how it went down. Mm-hmm. You know, there could have been a much. I mean, shoot, Tasha, do do, do a sit down with Oprah or something, OK? And <laughs> right. Now, that would have been
3: better because, would, yeah. I mean, we got TMZ,
1: Perez Hilton, a lot of gossip.
3: How are you going to exactly, yeah.
2: go on a gossip site to try to sell, um, to try to speak truth? That's the mm-hmm. oxymoron right there. Right, yeah. right, right.
1: She, and they of they course, it, it blows up up in Chardonnay's face, um, we see that, yeah, he rips her, basically, and makes her look even more foolish. And Perez brings something up, a point, and he says, you know, Chardonnay, how did you not see the signs? What, there had to be something else. And of course, she's she revealed that there was a kiss. Mm-hmm. And so Perez says, oh, there was an affair! Because you think, <laughs> of course, the exes kiss, there's got to be more than that. Yeah. And Chardonnay's like, no, it's just a kiss. Do you think that he there might well we know the truth but do you mm-hmm. think that just by him saying that it put more doubt in her head about what happened in her situation
3: for sure because when she went to talk to Jason you could see that everything that Perez was saying was coming out of her mouth now and a lot of times when we talk to our friends we get second opinions we hear outside things that becomes our own opinion right so I think that's why she had to run to Jason instead of doing her uh rebranding she had to go get the answers now because remember he talked about that novel how she's gonna have I don't know <laughs> Every <laughs> chapter. That was terrible. I don't know. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. So. And, and just to set the record straight, a kiss is cheating. Alright? I know Jason was like no, a kiss is any kind of physical um, you know, I don't think uh, engagement. be physical, it could be emotional. That's very, I mean, if you want to get technical, that's yeah. yes. That's that's the root of, it, of where it starts. The foundation right. is emotional and then it gets physical. But just set the record straight, kissing is cheating, okay? You're not right. off Within the Within
3: a marriage and a relationship, yes.
2: Exactly. Especially if it's the ex that's your kid. Ooh, that's like a, ooh. Boom, Anyways. boom. And also, was I the only one that found it weird that... Tasha was just able to run on the set while were, like, you were... Know, usually the publicist managers, they have them all aside during an actual taping or something. And I thought it was just weird the way she just like ran out and they were just like, alright, whatever. And that's, that I know further, it's TV. But. Right.
1: It further reveals why they were not in the position to put Chardonnay exactly. out there yet. Mm-hmm. The fact that Char, you don't know what Chardonnay's narrative is. She don't know what her narrative is. Yeah. Y'all talking about a book that's being released. We don't know the title. We don't really know what's gonna be in the book. But its we don't have <laughs> (laughs) have a publisher but it's gonna be like this was just too soon for them to be out in in public so of course we see I I felt embarrassed for the both of them oh yeah and Chardonnay goes to Jason because she wants to get some answers now this to me is probably the realest moment I've seen in a long time from this couple
3: I was happy to see it were you yes because I was team Jason and Kelly the whole time so yes I was happy to see tell her the truth Yes. I was very excited, so don't look at me like that. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Whatever. What
3: about you, Kevin?
2: The funny thing is, you, no, I, I thought it was a great moment that they had. I really did, because I thought it was one of the most uh, authentic, just genuine moments they had together. But it's funny, because Jason, and, and I, I love Jason's humor. I love his humor, his sarcasm, all of that. I, I really love his character, but it's funny, even when he's trying to be serious, he was still. it still kind of came off a little comedic, like mm-hmm. the way he was just saying right. it, and, and just rolling off his tongue all nonchalant. Like, and, uh, but it was something that needed to be done between the both of them, at least to give uh, Chardonnay closure on the situation.
1: At first he starts off and he says he was a coward. And I was like, hold on, that is not enough. Like, that is not a sufficient answer. And and I felt bad for Chardonnay because Chardonnay was telling the truth. She said, was I not a good wife to you? And if you think about it, she really was a good wife she she didn't I mean she was trying to save him she didn't want him to die from a concussion playing football she didn't want him to what you call it uh go to jail for from what he did she wanted stereo. him to tell the truth like she, she really has wanted him to do good things and be the best guy that he could be she even says she reduced her seasonings for his simpler <laughs> palate which I was cracking up so I, that's love right there that is that. love Chardonnay yeah. um But she was right. She was like, you know, was I not a a good wife? And he says that, yeah, she was. But then finally he says, you know, she was... That you're not the right woman. Mm -hmm. And I was sad because I felt like, no, Jason, she is the right woman for you. You thought that. Because here's the thing. he, Even though he said when Kelly gave him the money from the steroid to the hush money. Yeah, yeah, when she bought the money and that's what prompted the kiss. That made him go, oh, Kelly's got my back no matter what. Mm -hmm. But just because Chardonnay didn't want him to take that route doesn't mean she didn't have his back.
3: And Jason knows that. And that's why he's been so conflicted. He loves both of them. But it's it's obviously a choice. It's Mm -hmm. choosing between what type of man he wants to be. And there's obviously a Jason that he is missing with Kelly. He feels like he's lost himself. Those were his glory years. And now he's going over to Charnay, who has great intentions, but has changed him a bit and probably someone he doesn't want to be.
2: You can never change a man either. You can't. You can't change a man, especially Mm -mm. once they get to a certain age where they're stuck in their ways. Mm -mm. Now, you could try to help. You could try to uh, assist. You can even try to develop, but you can't change them.
1: Exactly, and that's why I, I have always been for... I love Chardonnay's character, okay? I do too. I love her, and I actually love them together because I felt like he's a better person, but because he has obviously made his choice and he didn't want to be the better man that Chardonnay saw in him. As most women do, we see the potential in men. We see the potential. We want to bring that potential out. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't want to show that potential, he doesn't want to live up to it. There's nothing she can do. Move on, girl. You don't need him. Right. Make that. Make your money off your book that is untitled. But then...
2: But <laughs> With every chapter, I don't know.
1: I,
3: I would think it should be called The Scorned Woman. The, a series of The Scorned Woman. But I really... Diary
2: of a Mad Scorned Woman. Scorned Woman. See, right.
3: Yeah. But that's the sad part of situations like this is she isn't the right one. And you know, I've been told that before. It's uh, most the one of the most painful things to hear from mm-hmm. Someone you um, care about. That's yeah. not good. To Look, and when I think about it, I'm like, ah. You ain't <laughs> it. Oh, it. it either, <laughs> right? But I think that those um, those moments it's really tough. make you who you are, who you're supposed to be, right. and you're going to become a stronger person independently. And once you're able to, you know, be single, then having someone with you that's compatible will be amazing. Right, so right. So I think she's gonna find the right person. She just needed this to happen to toughen that skin.
1: Honey, she's about, mm-hmm. to, and she about to get the house. She's about to get a lot of stuff from this
2: divorce. Yes. Yes, unfortunately so. Just
1: take <laughs> it off.
3: <laughs> just
2: take it but off. But I feel like
1: uh, she deserves it because if somebody Whoa, di- You, know, you if somebody this dis- house? Everything. Just... This man, dis- he disrespected her so what? horribly. What?
2: She what? deserves something, okay? Okay, baby. Okay, maybe, maybe a little bit of alimony, but you you, you want maybe you, a little bit of maybe a little I mean, something. May, okay, yeah, but, but you want him to give up pretty much all his possessions, his assets to her because I didn't sort of, say that.
1: Now, okay, he, uh, can, well, keep, he, he can keep was the gravy tray and the ladle the gravy ladle he can keep that but you know
2: anyone, uh, just just to go back to the beginning before we move on to the next one to go back to the beginning of this conversation where you know she's like why did you do that why did you do that?" and he says he's a coward you know it's always funny because sometimes and i know anyone has ever gotten into i guess a a disagreement with their significant other a lot of times you know a woman will ask questions like that well why did you i don't understand why you did it and he tried to be honest and said look I was a coward but then it's like that's not the answer they want to hear it's like well what do you want this man to do what what can you do in a situation other than just be honest and say look but, but, he, yeah. but that's
1: what I'm saying that wasn't that was like a surface answer that's one of those it's not you it's me but oh, it's yeah. deeper than that mm-hmm. and that's what she was trying to get to which is why the whole I was a coward didn't suffice like okay we know that, is- that you're a coward we know that clearly because of what you did you didn't have the balls to tell this woman before you got married before you walked down the aisle hey It's not going to work and that's
3: that was the issue
1: that there should have been if you felt that way on the inside in
3: the beginning you shouldn't have moved forward with her you need to stay by yourself Jason people that, that right, right for a wedding
2: agree. she
1: didn't ask for mm-hmm. mm.
2: but she but she was sure all up in it she, she was, was fine and everything because because she thing. genuinely she was doing, cared oh, she because was going, she
1: wanted to be with this right. man he's, he's the one that suggested it not want to be with her did,
2: all he did was write the check if you remember she was the one that was going over this oh we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and he was just like but oh, he, he was wouldn't a, be. Right. she's
3: excited she had a crappy first wedding i would want a good wedding too right
2: I, I i agree and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to sit here and defend somebody who was a sleazeball jerry you yeah, know? right i'm just trying to make sure we understand from both perspectives and the fact that i think the reason why he did do that to her is because and this is really bad but i think he kind of just felt obligated to do that to um for her uh because of everything that they had went through last season um and he felt okay well maybe this is just my token of you know of uh, to, to, to oh, pledge my win. yeah mm-hmm. whatever it was right. but it was for the wrong reason so
1: yeah well you, we see why you don't need to do things for the wrong reasons <laughs> mm-hmm. so okay amen alright so let's move over to Blue and Kira Ugh. what's going on <laughs> oh, here's some disdain
2: well, like <laughs> a <ghost>. little hate <laughs> like, sorry like that was almost a real Ross <laughs> right
1: Um, So, of course, we see that Blue's having a little trouble on the field. And we saw last episode that uh, Jason is now his coach, his personal coach, to get him to be the first-round draft pick that they paid for.
4: Right.
1: And um, so, of course, they're on the field. And Jason is being – or we see that they start off with Jason um, going over some tape with Blue. Mm -hmm. And, uh, first of all, okay, Kevin, you're a dude. You know this kind of stuff. Why are they watching this at Malik's house? And Malik is like feeling all bad about not being
2: on a team. Why would they even do this at his house? Of anything, you know what? Maybe they did it to kind of motivate Malik to get back to where he wants to be so he can, you know, because film tape sessions, film sessions are obviously, as you see, they can be intimate. And the fact that Malik was there, I think they did that to motivate him and get him to back to it because they want him out there <laughs> even though they made that joke like oh um, it's for the people that are still playing I forgot what the joke was right, right. Yeah. but I think honestly they're trying to motivate him to get back because yeah. they, know, they know what he still has in him
3: I thought it was because Jason was homeless and they didn't want to go <laughs> to Blue's
2: house
1: <laughs> but that's a good that was a good point right because Blue and Kira live together now right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so then I guess the only other option so he
2: can't just because they live together they can't watch well, I think that's
1: because they didn't want the distraction yeah
2: And then she came over there and distracted him.
1: Right. But I guess he felt like, okay, well, she's because she's going to be at the house on her phone since she's getting ready for this. First of
2: all, in any NFL NFL team, they actually have rooms that are designated (laughs) for tape rooms where you (laughs) go, you you study film, you dissect film, you go over it. Every NFL facility is equipped with multiple rooms of that. So I thought that was a little inaccurately depicted on there. You would never just be like at the homies house, like, yo, let's watch this. No, that's something you have to do. In a space like a classroom or something. Yeah, because it doesn't
3: seem very recreational. Yeah. that seems like some hard. It was very study. casual mm-hmm. with the way they
2: were doing it, and in real life, they would never watch film in that kind of environment. Uh,
1: do you yeah. like do uh, do um, NFL players not watch film at home? Like you have to watch it at. The, um, the
2: facility. Well, if you're with your coach, That's yes, like, yeah. of course. Okay. Now, yeah, certain players will go home, like your Peyton Manning's and whatnot, who loves film, mm. and will watch it, you know, at home and you know in his own home. But a lot when you're with the coach and your coach is giving you instruction or um, a- analyzation of the um, of the play or the schemes, okay, you have to be there right. it, with them. Okay, it would never sense. go in that kind of situation, just to right.
1: Okay, so they're watching the film, and, of course, Malik is feeling all cray-cray, because he doesn't get to participate, Mm -mm. except with his home. (laughs) That's how he's participating. Um, But Kira comes over. She's getting ready to go to this concert with Blue, and he's getting all excited. You know, like, let's wrap this up. Um, Did you think the way Jason reacted was accurate when it came to, forget her, football's your wife, football's your fiancé, football's everything?
3: Mm. Yes and no. I think he was coming from a bitter place when he said that because, I mean, we know what he's going through. But then I also think that he was trying to get him to understand that this is important. It's really important for him to get on track because when football was Jason's life, he studied. He put the hard work into it. And I think that Blue is just looking at the perks of being a football player and not actually putting in the work. So I say yes and no to that. I
2: I say absolutely yes. Like, I mean, it, it is critical as a as a football player that you devote you got to realize football season is only only 16 weeks, okay? Right. Regular season. Shorter than any other major professional. So between that time you have to be dedicated and there's nothing more frustrating to a coach than a player that is not taking their job serious and not committing them, um, themselves fully. Right. I mean, fo- football is really intense even leading up to the season because there's so much to learn, so many plays to learn, so many defensive uh packages to learn. Offensive packages, whatever end you're on. So I understand where Jason's coming from. Any coach in that situation would be livid if they had a player, especially a Blues potential and caliber that was not giving their all out there. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely 100% believe that and Jason's frustration, um, um, and everything was clearly justified for that.
1: Okay. Okay. I agree. Go with you. I get you. I get you. It was a little harsh, but I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. it's it's serious i know when you're calling that's what you gotta do you gotta be focused i feel it so then of course kira is talking to she comes in and she talks to malik and malik says that he's gonna go Gandhi. he's gonna be he's not gonna smash any chicks for six months
3: No. (laughs) is
1: he going to win the bet or is kira gonna win the bet
3: kira's gonna win that bet i'm sorry i just i don't see it i mean i know he's going through a lot but come on now malik Malik has never just gone on a hiatus of smash bang like come on now
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe hasn't mm-hmm. unless thing he really? was in a
3: relationship and that means he probably smash bang to get that relationship so come on true
2: yeah, yeah I was about to say that's actually my prediction is that Malik will smash next episode so <laughs> I, I don't think that is no, gonna you know
1: what I think he's actually gonna do it I think he's gonna make it. For real? I do. Do you See, think
2: he's that depressed? Well th- that will be a turning point. That's the-
1: what I'm saying because if you think about it, Malik has always been the same. There's I mean, I feel like if he goes back to being the same old Malik, then there's no story here. It's the same but there's a story here if he's totally different. If he's doing stuff completely that's like not Malik ish. You know what I'm saying? I would be like, okay, when he's in situations where he's tempted and he's he can't Act like him, his old self, so I think it's a good thing.
3: Okay, you know I'm I, I'm almost where you are. I still think he's going to smash bang, but <laughs> um, but smash only, bang. only I know only way I could see him um, holding on to this Gandhi thing is if he really is thinking about what's uh, his ex girlfriend Yana Yana. If he's really thinking having her as like okay, this is the person I'm going to save it for. I really want to get her back. Then I could see that. Other than that, no.
2: I understand what you're saying. It kind of like if he has some sort of uh, incentive or some some sort of motive uh, in order for him to keep it.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, and a great motive is a woman. Yeah, so I think there's
1: gonna be another woman. I think Yana's done, y'all.
2: You really? No. Done? I hope
1: she is. I want there to because think about the, every season. It seems like there's another chick. The two seasons ago, it was the Armenian chick or something that was helping him with his like branding. Or was it two seasons ago or like the beginning of last season? It was it was, I think like, it was
2: beginning of last season. She yeah. was like
1: the Armenian chick or whatever, the business yeah. chick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then it was Jana. And I feel like, okay, there's gotta be somebody else.
2: Yeah. There needs really? to be somebody
1: else. Yeah, I think
3: we're wrapping it up this season. We can't develop another person. No,
1: there, you no, know, there's plenty of time in this season to develop I mean, one, is, another love interest for him.
3: There is, but then that that's just so selfish. I don't know. Like, what else are they going to do with Yana? I think that uh, Yana motivated him. She is exactly what he needs. I think. Okay, but I don't think. I, I don't know. I want I, him to you find know somebody what? else.
2: I, I agree. I totally agree with Courtney. I, I think that I, I think that Yana was because she was getting him back on track, right. not just from a physical therapist standpoint, but just mentally I mean she was really getting him, and then he screwed that up so I do think that you know if I'll put it like this if Yana if Yana doesn't come back around then I don't believe there's going to be any other girl that he talks to I, I just Whatever. can't see it happening no, is he either I don't, Yana or nothing, yeah. Look, Yana, Yana, is nothing. He,
1: Yana is back to being a lesbian he has made oh her life he is, she's <laughs> like forget all you men I'm telling you it's there's got to be somebody else there's got to be another story here I feel like there is there's got to be
2: Mm. maybe from a dramatic writing point of view I yeah, can yeah, I, possibly but I, I don't know it wouldn't maybe make have sense they
3: would have to pull it out yeah I don't, I don't see that happening a
1: serious relationship oh. or if there's not another relationship then Malik will end up being like dad to baby Kai because we see Tasha's having some issues yeah yep so yeah. he's gonna be like nothing but about this baby like it's almost gonna be like it's his baby what okay. are saying? I can see that, right? right. Okay. I, can't see ju- I can't see it. I don't can't know what see glasses either, you're looking you're, through. You know what? Y'all are <laughs> haters.
2: I'm just saying. Okay.
1: So then of course um, we see that Jason and Blue are on the field and Blue does say some stuff to Jason which is he, um, Jason what, what did he say? Oh yeah, so Blue calls him a coward and then Jason says that, that Blue is a groupie and do you think that there is any truth to that? To so what they're both saying about each other? Oh
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I think I think the truth of it is is obviously seen now. Obviously, they were exa- embellishing um, what they thought of each other, you know. And, and Jason <laughs> was being as facetious as possible, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I believe there's a lot of truth to that about what he said about Blue and his semi-famous girlfriend Kia, Ke- <laughs> Ke- which is pretty freaking hilarious, by the yes, way. Yes, right. But um, yeah, I mean, if you if you look at Blue's history. I, I think a lot, he was, uh, a lot of what Jason was saying is actually pretty credible. And with Blue talking about Jason being a coward and stuff, there's a lot of credibility behind that as well.
1: Would you, but how about this? Okay. So the way that Jason is treating Blue, which is Jason's being a coach. He's being hard on Blue. Do you think any of that was due to him having some issues at home with the women in his life? Or do you think he, even if he didn't have those issues, he would still be this same Coach Pitts?
3: I think he would still be the same coach, Pitts. But I think, like Kevin was saying, it was just a little exaggerated, and I think that came from that personal stuff he was dealing with. So I think he still would have been just as hard because Blue really needs to get it together.
2: Right? He I does. I mean, it, he was looking horrible out there. Yeah, Those okay, routes he right. was running, it wasn't even precise. Right. But, uh, but yeah, you know, and, and, um, I, I do agree that he would still be the same coach, Pitts. But maybe because his personal drama, maybe it have elevated the situation a little bit. But it, it would, he would still be. Mm -hmm. Coach Pitts.
1: Okay, so then um, of course we see that Blue gets called a groupie by Jason, which I thought was funny. But then when he goes home and he's studying, and Kira comes, she said, "We got. I got us into this hot party. It's going to be amazing." He quickly goes from "I got a lot of work to do" to "Oh my gosh, let me go to this party." Yeah. Yeah, and she looks at him and she calls him a groupie, and it was at that moment I was like, oh my gosh, he is addicted to the celebrity of being yeah. this great NFL player. Mm-hmm. But before this episode, I didn't really see that.
3: I really didn't see it much either. But I think it was great to see this episode because clearly that's that's why he's sucking on the field, right?
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, that's 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 I think that's his biggest distraction right now is. uh I guess not necessarily being a groupie but just being addicted to that kind of the, the lifestyle mm-hmm. that it provides right. and it's like and I almost wanted to slap him when he was like okay I'm gonna put my work away to go and do it. and it's like what was Jason just telling you to focus on right. you know it's like nothing is getting through his head right now Right. Yeah, and you know he, he but went, I
3: think that comment got through his head once right. two people told him that he got yeah. back to business I agree. he needed right,
2: that right, right. I 100% agree and yeah. I'm
1: proud of that because if that's all it took they should have been called him a groupie <laughs> last season they should have called him a groupie because of course he said he got up at what 3.30 to get on the excuse me get on the field to run routes yeah and so of course it worked it did we'll see if it changes his game though
2: that's what's most important but you know
1: and where can they find us on
2: iTunes by the way they can find this on iTunes. Great segue. They can, uh, <laughs> you guys can uh, find us on iTunes. On uh, Just go to AfterBuzzTV.com and look us up on there. Please comment on us, rate us, give us five stars because we don't accept anything less than that. <laughs> um, Please uh, c- continue to keep the conversation going. Uh, like I said, rate, comment. iTunes, you can download the podcast. You can The podcast is there for you on the site. And I feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing something, Courtney? Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Comment. Be
3: sure to comment because we reread all of your comments.
2: We do. Good,
1: bad, real ugly.
3: Ugly, We read, we read yes. them.
2: The <laughs> so negative yeah. ones.
1: You know, for whatever yeah. 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 reason, the negative we, comments kind of entertain they me. No, don't leave no negative comments or I'm going to leave some negative comments. I'm not going to do that. not to get negative. Okay, leave your comments because your comment could be on our next episode. So that's
3: ooh. the
2: last one. Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. I like there that. you go.
1: So, yes. And then, of course, we see Tasha. Tasha Mack is. She's in Tasha Mack mode as a manager mm-hmm. with the whole Chardonnay issue. But then we see that TT's in the house taking care of Baby Kai. He's been there six hours watching the baby, changing <laughs> diapers. And Tasha does not seem like a new mother. And this is surprising to me because she has been a mother before. Mm-hmm. She knows how to be a mother cuz she's clearly already had a son and she was a single mother at that. And so, I feel like maybe because Malik is so far removed, what is he like 25 or something. Mm. He's so it's been about 25 years since yeah, she's her done maternal
3: this. instinct is not kicking in. And I know someone, someone left a comment saying that she could be dealing with some um post postpartum. Postpartum. And I think that mm. that may be something that they're trying to set up really because clearly she's not snapping back into mommy mode.
1: Right. And we saw that last episode, she has the nanny there. It seems like she wasn't very hands-on. No, She wasn't really holding the baby much. Everybody yeah. else was holding the baby except her.
3: Yeah, and like I said, when the baby is first born, you have to have that contact Skin to skin. <laughs> the baby will not know. that. I mean, it's like animals. You will get... I'm sorry, guys. Skin-to-skin contact is needed (laughs) so that you know that that is her child, and she's just neglecting it. It's not good, or her, right? Yeah,
1: baby Kai, baby Kai. But it seems like everybody else is taking care of baby Kai, and of course, uh, the episode ends with you know TT having to go pick up some hookers or something, do some man stuff, and. Baby Kai is crying as most babies do and Tasha looks so bewildered. And that look on her face when the camera like panned off of her was like she was reliving when Malik was a baby and she was a teen Mm -hmm. and she was a single mom all over again. Like that just flashed in her face.
3: I saw that. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: And so I think she's worked so hard to get away from that. She doesn't really want to be that. And Now that she's a mom and of course she's supposed to love her baby, she's just like, but I don't really want to be a mom. You know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Yeah. Can we please jump into predictions? Because I'm like, wanna...
2: you're dying for predictions. Yeah, I but... want to
3: jump off of what you just said. Okay, well let's, well, let's, let's do roll it. the predictions. Let's do it. <laughs>
2: and now
0: you're after Buzz TV predictions.
2: So dramatic the way they do that. Predictions. All right, Courtney
1: Tesno, since she'd like a prediction, go. All
3: right. So my prediction, based off of the previews, that is that uh, we're going to see more of Tasha and her baby issues, and I think it's going to lead to. Um, What's what is his name again? Pookie. Pookie's going to have to come back into the picture, and I think maybe that idea of him raising the child may be better for them. So that's my prediction. He's going to have to come back into the picture.
2: Okay. Kevin? I already said my prediction earlier regarding Malik. Uh, I, I I would love for him to uh, you know stay committed to his fast, but... I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to slip up sometime soon, possibly next episode. Um, it's, a, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. So that my uh, yeah yeah my that, that that's my prediction, and I do agree with uh, with Pookie. We're gonna Pookie's presence will be seen very soon. Right.
1: I think Pookie's going to come back to raise a baby, but I think. T- Tasha's not one to give up quick and she's not one to accept defeat so I think she's gonna be fighting to keep her baby mm-hmm. and she's gonna act like she wants to keep the baby but then she's gonna have then she's just gonna break down and lose and be like I- pookie take her like I'm yeah. sorry uh-huh. I've been fighting you for this baby but take her because I can't do it or maybe
3: we'll see something some growth in their relationship and they can both do the whole co-parenting where they're a little more connected we'll see
1: gonna be interesting well make sure you leave your comments and let us know what you think as well what's going to happen in this upcoming season and as always where can we find you guys you guys can find
3: me on twitter and instagram at tez knows as always leave your comments we want to hear everything you have to say
2: that's right Uh, you can find me on twitter and instagram at hey kevin john or you can find me here every wednesday night at 10 o'clock
1: And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at MegScoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And make sure you watch the game each and every week, and then come here and talk with us about what you thought on the episode. (laughs) Until next week, peace out, y'all. Bye.
2: From executive
0: producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV Network.